How to Start the Conversation of Future Planning, Episode 49. Welcome to the Awaken You Podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Well, welcome back, everyone, to another week where we are doing the work of digging in and building that marriage that we love. And this week, I have a special episode to help you start the conversation of future planning in your marriage. And before we dig in, I do want to share that I want to apologize uh, if my voice cracks. I'm recording this on a Sunday night on the throes of a long week battling COVID. And so I'm still not 100% by any means, but I wanted to get this out for you. And a wonderful thing that I have to share for you, my listeners, is that this episode was based off of my Marriage Masterclass, which was supposed to take place Last Thursday, because I had no voice on Thursday, I canceled it. What that means for you is that you can join the actual masterclass on Thursday evening where I am going to teach you how to start that conversation of future planning that you want to create with your partner And even if you already are doing future planning, but you want to talk about other things that you just haven't like gotten up the courage or inspiration to talk about, this class will help you as well. And then in the master class, of course, if you have any questions, you can submit them ahead of time for me to respond to during the class. And or you can get coached live during the class. So you just raise your little hand and I will coach you. That class is this Thursday evening at 5 p.m. Central Time. And I will make sure that the link to register is in the show notes. It is a free class. I do a free marriage masterclass every month Normally, it would be the second Thursday of every month going forward the rest of this year, 5 p.m. Central Time. And you can register for that right on my website, or you can just go to the link in the show notes, or you can get on my newsletter. And when you get on my newsletter, you will get marriage tips every week, and you will get first dibs into some of my free classes. All right, to begin, I'm going to be 100% vulnerable because I came up with the topic for this class 
in the middle of my own conversation that I started during a Saturday coffee with Jeff. One of the things I had been focusing on in my marriage the last half of 2021 was examining why I wasn't opening up the way I wanted to, right? And doing some of the things that I wanted to do in my marriage and challenging myself to do them anyway, to really just like peel back the curtains and look at why I was avoiding this thing that I wanted to do. For me, one of the things that I have been yearning to do for years was to do a better job of mapping out our future and asking questions, being curious and openly dreaming together, which we often did, but And that's pretty much where it ended. They were just like options of what our future could look like. And to begin with, when I first started asking questions, Jeff really had no idea what he wanted in his future. When he replied and the way he replied, it did push me back. And what I want to share with you is that their response has everything to do with them and you can let them just kind of marinate in that and continue to ask questions. So what I know now is that dreams are just wishes, right? And that just talking about them was not creating anything concrete. I mean, a little bit, you know, maybe we do this, but nothing solid. So last year, I started taking my own desires into my own hands, and I invited Jeff to come along. Sometimes he did, sometimes he didn't, but when I look back, we created some fun times together. We did things that I have wanted to do, and some of them he said yes to, and we had a great time. Activities really that I had previously held back on because I was letting myself believe this silly story that they weren't important. What I realized is that I was expecting Jeff to take the lead. And I want you to hear that. Are you expecting your partner to take the lead? And because when I realized this, it sort of got to me because I know that I'm more of the planner. I'm more of the one who holds on to the importance of our dreams and that I actually love the planning of things. But often I see that I have these thoughts about my plans, that he isn't interested, that planning is stupid. I let his opinions and of course I make up opinions because You know, maybe he has said planning isn't important, and I have heard him say those words, but I'm making that mean something about me because he can think that all he wants, right? I can still choose to believe for me in my life, it's important. So instead, what I did is I started to listen to what I wanted, and I started to take steps towards those things and stopped wondering what Jeff was thinking. Because what I know is that one day in our future, he's going to say thank you. And of course, 
even if he doesn't, I will be thanking myself for taking care of my future self. Prior to our coffee conversation, I had been reflecting over my past year and starting to think about what I wanted to create in 2022 in all areas of my life. And this has normally been stuff I would just keep to myself. I again had thoughts that this wasn't important, that planning was stupid, that it was a waste of time. But what I realized is how important it it really, really is because I thought it was important. And I have done so much research and learning about planning that I enjoy it. When we actually map out our steps to getting closer to our goals, our goals grow. We allow our goals to grow because we keep stepping closer to them. And we learn so much along the way. And I wanted to stop thinking about his thoughts. I mean, first, Think about your job. Like if the company that you worked with didn't plan out where they wanted to go, they just like every day just showed up and did their thing. Do you think it would be successful? Highly unlikely. And the same is in our marriage. We need to plan where we're going. So what I want to do today is help you begin this conversation while also learning that these techniques can be applied to any conversation you want to have with your partner. So the first thing is to get you started having conversations that are important to you and to help you build shared meaning in your marriage while taking a look at why you aren't having these conversations. What is in between you and having the conversation? Second, you're going to learn how you are a major influencer in your marriage and that your voice matters. Third, you're going to understand that these conversations don't need to be long and drawn out. They don't need to be heavy conversations. Fourth, we're going to have you start doing the things that you want to be doing in your marriage. The question I want to ask you is why you are waiting for your partner to take the directive in any of your conversations. Why are we women always putting our desire for connection and conversation in the hands of our spouses when it's us who wants to have this conversation? We can stick to the story that he's not starting conversations because he's not interested or that he's not good at conversation, or we can take our own desires into our own hands and get at it. Why do we argue with what is happening when we are sitting in silence wishing they would start the conversation already? When we could, first of all, just really enjoy the silence, or start our own conversation. The first thing I want to talk about is taking steps. I think that we often have this grand idea of what a process should look like that we get overwhelmed in the details and we walk away frustrated. 
we just don't do it. What my main goal for you today is, is to start becoming aware of this conversation that you want to have, to stop waiting for them to read your mind and to create what you want for yourself, even if it feels messy. I don't want you to get caught up in the details. I want it to be fun for you. So that's the point here today is to just get these conversations started, getting comfortable doing them. And then as you're getting comfortable doing that, then you can reach out and do something more complex, right? Like an all-day planning session for the year. So this conversation could look different for all of you. Start where you are. If you are a goal setter and have a process for mapping out your future, then the conversation would look a little different than if you don't do any goal setting at all right now, but you really want to. Make it fun and be curious. Talk about yourself and what you are discovering about yourself and what you want to create this year in your life. And then ask them their thoughts about the things you are thinking about. Ask them questions about what they might want to create for themselves without any agenda around their response. This is so important. Just let the conversation be fun. Just that. It's just a conversation. No right or wrong answers here. You're getting the process started. You're warming up to it. And then remember that if you haven't had this conversation before, or if you have and it hasn't gone so well, or it hasn't gone the way you hoped it would, that their perspective is going to be different from yours. They may not be in the headspace that you're in, right? Because I'm asking you to do this conversation as just an impromptu conversation, not a, hey, Friday at five o'clock, I want to talk about our future conversation, right? So they're not going to be in the headspace that you're in. So what if this was a conversation to help them get thinking forward, to help them start thinking about what it is they want for their future. If you're new to goal setting, let's first get you started by thinking about some of your own life priorities. Take a few minutes to ask yourself some of the following questions. I want you to look back at the past year and write down everything that has been going well for you, all the things you love about your life right now. And then with these areas of your life that you're having success in, what do you think the keys are to this success that you're having? And then ask yourself, what do you think is missing in your life right now? And write down a few things that you'd like to improve in your life. And now look at all that you've written down and Pay attention to what stands out for you. And I I really want to emphasize, if you're a beginner at planning, to make this simple. You don't need a whole day brainstorm session. Don't make it difficult. There are no wrong answers here. 
Give yourself 15 minutes, maybe 30 minutes to do this. You can also take a few minutes to think about a few of your top life priorities. If you could create one thing in each category at the end of this year, what might it be? And again, make it simple. I want to say before I get into this list to be careful, okay? So what I just mentioned might be enough. But if you're somewhat used to goal setting for the year, but you haven't taken a look at different areas of your life, then this could be the next step. So a few areas of your life that you might want to consider uh, would be your personal life, your physical health, your marital life, should have put that one at the top, your family life, your career and business life, your spiritual life, and your financial life. With each of these, consider writing down one goal for the year in one area, and then what you will do in the first quarter to reach that goal. If you're new to goal planning, start small with steps that you can achieve so that you can build belief in yourself. I love coming up with one main goal, one thing that at the end of this year I have achieved, and then some other small ones underneath that so that I have one main thing to focus on all year. Then I want to encourage you to mark your calendar with two days a month where you will take a few minutes to ask yourself how you are doing with the goals you set for yourself. You can ask your spouse to join you, but take the lead here for yourself. You are doing this planning for you and are sharing it with your spouse. You can ask your spouse to join you, but take the lead here for yourself. You are doing this planning for you and are sharing it with your partner, right? Asking them to join you. So don't stop doing what you want to do because you perceive them to think that this is ridiculous. After you take time to ask yourself some of the following questions, then you have material for another future planning conversation. So what I'm saying, I'm going to list some questions Um, that you could talk about in this conversation. But what I'm really saying is, as you take the lead for yourself, they'll start watching you creating because you're planning. And they'll get curious. Maybe they'll say they're curious. Maybe they won't. But if you keep creating these conversations, it will start triggering for them, you know, well, maybe I should start planning our future. Okay, so now that you have a couple days marked off every month, I don't know, I would suggest the 15th and the 30th, on those dates, you can take some time to ask yourself some questions that will then again create some material for you to have another future planning conversation, right? So you can ask yourself how you're sticking to your priorities, how you are not sticking to your priorities, how you are feeling about what is working, 
How will you get better between now and your next check-in date, so two weeks, at keeping your priorities at the forefront of your mind? And then write down a specific plan or commitment that you are willing to implement over the next few weeks. All right, so this is where now once you have it on your calendar, you may find that, you know, the 15th comes and you have completely forgotten about your goals. Things like COVID maybe happened, right? But it's just a reminder. So now you can ask yourself these questions, revisit it, and now how are you going to do things differently in the next two weeks? So the first thing I want you to realize that if this is new to you, it's quite likely you will forget about the things you wrote down as priorities. And that is no big deal. You might even forget to do your check-ins until months later. That's okay too. I'll share a story. At the end of my first quarter in my mastermind, I totally realized that I had just spaced my business um, two-week check-ins. I had done my personal with my accountability group but I had missed my business ones. No big deal. I still had a great quarter and it reinforced me to remember to do it this quarter, right? You are developing new patterns and it might take a bit of investigating to figure out how that works. Again, there are no right or wrong answers here. Just get started and learn what works for you. Then I want you to share all of your discoveries with your partner. You are planning the time and the conversation. It doesn't mean that you have to set a date with your partner, like I said, though you may choose to. You don't have to say, I want to talk about our future planning on Saturday evening. Though, depending on where you are in your future planning spectrum, You might, so that if they want, they can start thinking about things they want to talk about. Otherwise, it's just you starting a conversation about how your goal planning is going and asking some conversation starting questions to get them thinking about what they want to create this year. The exercise is an exercise in stepping out of your comfort zone and starting to talk about things that matter to you. And that right there is the work we do in Awaken You in Your Marriage. That is my one-on-one coaching program. We start with ourselves and we take a look at the things we want in our marriage and then look at how we're waiting for our partners to take the lead in what we want and what we think is important in our own lives What we learn how to do is take our own life into our own hands and start providing what we want for ourselves so that we can live the life and marriage of our dreams. I made it through you guys, uh, but I am done talking for the evening. Thank you so much for listening, and I look forward to seeing you on Thursday night. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life, 
we study it, and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website, and together, let's awaken you. 